famous couple combine intimacy and freedom. Rather than crippling us with dependence, a strong relationship with another can free us. And there are marriages between gifted and aggressive people who provide mutual nourishment and who do not worry about which one has the power. Okay, let me illustrate. The Reader's Digest is printed in 13 languages, sells 30 million copies a month, and is distributed in 170 countries. The company crosses an estimated $500 million a year. The story of how such an empire rose from an initial capitalization of $1,800 is one of the most exciting success stories in the annals of American business. It is also the success story of a husband and wife partnership. When David Wallace was recovering from shrapnel wounds in the Army Hospital at Isla Bain, or Isla Bon, in 1918, he read every magazine he could lay his hands on. Most of the articles were too long, he thought, and he began experimenting with a way to distill the pieces into a shorter form. After his discharge, Wallace selected a group of these condensed articles called The Collection, The Reader's Digest and sent samples to publishers throughout the country. He proposed to give the digest to any publisher who would retain him as its editor. The experts were unimpressed. Of the publishers who bothered to reply, only William Randolph Hearst thought the magazine had merit, but he predicted that it would never reach a circulation higher than 30,000. It was too small venture for him to undertake. Wallace had gambled everything on the attempt and was bitterly discouraged. He could not see this rejection of the magazine as an initial stroke of good fortune. Then, in Minneapolis, Wallace found an ally. Lila Bell Ackerson came to visit her brother, and at his house, the two met. She, like David, has, was raised in a Presbyterian minister's home and had no money. But before she left Minneapolis, she had fallen in love with David Wallace and was sold on his idea for a periodical. For the next months, when Lila was in Seattle, David spent his time mailing circular, circular letters to potential subscribers, each with an individually typed opening page. He had collected a trunk full of college catalogs and he sent his appeal for provisional subscriptions to every faculty member listed. He called on women's clubs and professional groups, soliciting subscriptions for the still non-existent Reader's Digest. When he moved to New York, he took his trunk with him and continued to send out the furious cloud of appeals. Then, on October 15, 1921, Lila and David were married, and before they went off to the Poconos on their wedding trip, he mailed the last circulars. When the honeymoon couple returned, a bundle of letters awaited them. Remittances now totaled nearly $5,000. They borrowed another $1,300 and placed an order with a Pittsburgh printer for 5,000 copies of the first issue. Volume 1, number 1, appeared in February 1922 with David Wallace and Lida Bell Axon as co-founders, co-editors, and co-owners. But how were they afford to publication of succeeding issues? Rent on their Greenwich Village apartment was paid 
from Philila's salary as a social worker. She somehow worked eight hours a day and did editorial work at night, and they sublet one room to an NYU instructor and his wife, sharing the bath and kitchen with their tenants. Since they could not afford to subscribe to the magazines from which articles were taken, David worked at the New York Public Library, laboriously writing longhand on sheets of yellow paper. He worked until his eyes blurred and his shoulders ached, slipped out to lunch, hurried back. Soon, the magazine's circulation grew beyond the couple's fondest dreams. 50,000 in 1926? 228,000 in 1929, the Wallaces found themselves at the head of a publishing phenomenon. One senior editor recently said of the Wallaces, They have been mutually supportive to the nth degree. He needed a woman who believed in what he was doing, and I guess that they talked about manuscripts almost every evening of their married life. Her work was on the art for the magazine, and do you know that though they are now in their 80s, she still picks out the covers? Wallace himself said, I think Lila made the digest possible. Friendship can be liberating rather than inhibiting if the two of you can establish from the beginning certain rules for freedom.